Hey there, welcome to another episode of Physician Estate Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Harsha Mule. I am the owner and operator of Physician Estate Platform, podcasting to you today from Miami, Florida. Physician Estate is a physician-owned real estate platform directed towards doctors in USA. We provide free real estate resources and investment opportunities to physicians. We facilitate physicians to make wealth and keep wealth. You are currently listening to podcast number 19 of Physician Estate. In this episode, we will be discussing about the patient injury severity scale. Now, whenever patients get injured in the hospital setting or patient's injury is discussed in a medical malpractice lawsuit, it is mostly based out of this particular scale that we discuss in this article. The National Association of Insurance Commissioners have an injury severity scale and that is primarily divided into low severity, medium severity injury and high severity injury. Let's first talk about what's included in the low severity scale. 1. Emotional injury only. This is a low severity. 2. Temporary and insignificant. In this category, this includes lacerations, contusions, minor scars, rash, and no delay in recovery. Moving on to the medium severity, it has three categories. Temporary minor, temporary major, permanent minor. The following is included in temporary minor. Infections, fractures, missed fractures and delayed recovery. Now, temporary major includes burns, surgical material left in patients, drug side effects, and delayed recovery. Permanent minor severity includes loss of fingers, loss or damage to organs, and non-disabling injuries. Moving on to the final segment, high severity injuries, it's primarily categorized into four types. Permanent significant, permanent major, permanent grave, and death. Now first, permanent significant includes deafness, loss of limb, loss of eye, loss of one kidney or lung. Number two, permanent major includes paraplegia, blindness, loss of two limbs, or brain damage. Number three, permanent grave includes quadriplegia, severe brain damage, lifelong care, or fatal prognosis. And number four includes death. Overall, on comparison of severity of the claims against hospitalist versus all physicians, based on the previous discussion, hospitalist care-related claims resulted in more number of high-severity claims as compared to high-severity claims from all the other physicians. I believe this is directly associated with the number of high-acuity-level patients that hospitalists take care of. That was supposed to be a quick summary to capture the severity scale for patients that are injured in a healthcare setting. That should bring us to the end of this podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of Physician Estate Podcast. To receive more information on real estate resources for physicians or to get updates on real estate investment opportunities with Physician Estate, please subscribe to our newsletter at physicianestate.com. On the same website, you will be able to access two free new ebooks, ABCs of Real Estate Syndication for Physicians and How to Avoid Medical Malpractice Lawsuits. Signing off for now, this is your host, Dr. Harsha Mule. Until next time, make wealth and keep wealth. Disclaimer, I am not a legal advisor or investment advisor. The content in this podcast is not investment advice. This is my personal blog and all the content found here is for informational, entertainment or educational purposes only. It should not be construed as personal investment advice.